Tonight's episode of A Triggered. Oh, right off the gate. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, <laughs> Furman. Adam, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Not as good as you are. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> uh, well, we got a good show for you tonight, folks. In fact, we're coming to you live from the sweat-stained FOIA office of the FDA. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. We'll get all the way deep into that. FDA? The FDA, FOIA office. Oh, okay. Uh, there's been a lot of disclosures recently, so I just want to share which... Dude, you know, which uh, I can't even get into half the stuff we've missed since we've been gone. Oh my gosh, trials been happening. <laughs> innocent, innocent men gone free. Guilty men convicted of their crimes. I don't plan on talking about any of that. Because what we have first is what we have first usually have first. <laughs> and we all know, if you've ever seen the show, even one time. <laughs> what comes next? It's the radio. I can't. You went from Amerabro to Santa Bro. It's December, man. You know I transform on December 1st. That's why it's so jarring going on the break in November, but I think that I liked that tradition to keep it rolling. Except this means that we do need to broadcast on Christmas Eve. Oh, Lord save us. First up from the scanner. Inbox 
I was out door dashing on North 5th near Croc Center, and a shirtless white woman was definitely under the influence trying to break into vehicles 43 minutes ago. That poor lady, poor lady, probably just needed some dire assistance. Shirtless? How? Who's to say that she wasn't the victim of some devious crime trying to break into vehicles to save herself and this person instead of helping inboxed the scanner and we all benefit for it. <laughs> Very dark. Yeah, well, you know, that's what it's going to be tonight. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Zachary. Oh, but not the most buck wild thing I've seen around town, so I wasn't even that shocked. But worth reporting. Watch out. If you see shirtless white women downtown, <laughs> maybe roll down the window and ask if they need some assistance. And if you're a single man, hey, remember, you can fix her. <laughs> oh, oh. She's a maiden in despair, in distress, and she needs your masculine guidance to help her write her life. You don't. You don't even have to go that far. You can just say you you have a civic duty to protect. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. If you're looking for a girlfriend too, I mean, apparently hanging around the under the cock rock center. <laughs> There's just naked women hanging out down there and picking her up. I'm sure she would have accepted a ride. Naked. Half naked, okay. I'm not saying to sexually assault anybody. I never said that. Oh my. Zach. I said, help her. You know, so. <laughs> Don't try to put words in my mouth, Furman. I didn't say it's oh, you. you it's you. I saw it's the look Kenobi. in your eye. Oh, who's, who's putting words in my mouth? Oh, I know. It's me. <laughs> it's usually me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh <laughs> gosh, no, I mean, I don't know about this one. Oh, anyway, let's see what else we got. Near 1228 North 4th report of an explosion, dun 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 dun, dun explosion in a brown building. A brown building, yeah, it got exploded. Backyard, cube, Quincy Fowler Department, Police Department, root. Update, update. The fire is in a barrel in the 1100 block of North It's just a 55-gallon drum. <laughs> I don't know. We went from a brown building has exploded on 4th Street. Oh, my gosh. Outrageous. To uh, actually, it's just a barrel fire. Yeah, someone just probably threw a half gallon of gasoline or something in it. Probably burning trash. Yeah. <laughs> or they're burning their yard. I don't I ran into a very talkative gentleman at the gym today, though. Because I went to the gym after work because I had some time. 
Yeah, and he was telling me about how uh, the people who had put the gas lines in his house had used copper pipe and it was leaking. And he said he kept getting whiffs of gas for a few days and he decided to finally call the, the energy company. And they came out with their monitors and they said, oh yeah, you need to get out of here. We need to lock down this house. Uh, he's like, man, if someone had just come by smoking a cigarette in my backyard, the thing could have gone up. And I'm like, man, I guess it's a good thing you're not a smoker. He was a little simple, Tom. Uh, but he's nice enough. Okay. Very talkative. I was trying to get out of there. He had, like, my path blocked. And I'm like, I okay, let's, or I guess we're doing this. I guess, I guess, I guess we just became best friends. <laughs> Did you sell him on this show? Uh, hey, tune in tonight. <laughs> we, we had like a 20 minute conversation because he was just like, you know, he's one of those guys where you, there's no elegant way to end the conversation because I tried to give him the old Midwestern goodbye like five times. <laughs> he's like, well, uh, you know, I got, so, I got, that sounds great. Anyway, have a good night. I bet I could have kept him there talking until right now if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Man, some of those guys. But he was okay. He he spent like 35 minutes on the elliptical. The, the elliptical bike. I'm not even doing that much cardio. He also told me about his heart condition and stuff. And I said, I don't know if you need to be doing that much cardio. I'd be stressing your old damaged ticker. Anyway, I learned a lot about this guy in a very short amount of time. Does he have inflamed heart tissue? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. We did actually talk about uh, important current events. No. Uh, but he you know, got his ticker fixed and whatever. Learned when he bought his house, the kind of maintenance he's done. If I was a bad actor, I probably could have taken excellent advantage of this gentleman. The world's lucky. The world is so lucky that I took a turn for good. <laughs> well, I, as we've talked about before, too. <laughs> a life for a $150 TV is not worth it. I mean, I, that's right. Unless you've got a crew stealing a whole block's worth of TVs and it's organized. Look, I'm not saying... <laughs> that being a criminal is easy, but I'm not saying it's that hard either. <laughs> There's a way to make that business profitable. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm devoted to the Lord here. I, <sighs> The devil hasn't tempted me away yet. It's never too late, though. That was a lesson learned many a time, told back in ages past. Doesn't matter uh, how good you are at one point in time, Bathsheba could always appear on the roof across the way. Temptation lies in your heart, but takes but takes a little bit of prodding. To have you come completely undone. Yeah, just for 30 pieces of silver. Yeah. It's uh, the main flaw in, in your, your Christian nationalist authoritarianism. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It doesn't matter how good the king is on day one. It's day <laughs> 305. When Bathsheba appears. Oh. Her poor husband. Murdered. Same as. Yeah. It, it's a murder. Uh, there, apparently also, and I didn't know about this, I think I might have heard about this, but I don't know how I feel about this. They are moving forward with a roundabout project. They're putting in a roundabout at 48th and State. And this is basically outside of town. And they're putting in a roundabout. What? And I said to myself, I said... Whenever I approach 48th and State, those idiots can't even navigate a four-way stop sign. That's where that, that is, just, I'm going to <laughs> where the gas station is, and the, you got a handful of casinos. Yeah, there's that one, like, house casino over there. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly okay. what it's at. If you keep going straight, and then you turn left, you can go to Home Depot. Right, the casino's name is, like, Basino. It's the it's like, Basino <laughs> Casino. Yeah, something weird, like I don't understand uh, why you choose that location for one. That's the only thing I could think of. It, it would be I easy think, to put in because there's a lot of space there, I guess. I mean, if you're trying to put it in at like 12th and State, you're going to have to like bulldoze five buildings. <laughs> Probably exhume some bodies, too. Oh, yeah, there's bodies everywhere buried around here. None from me, though. But you, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't kept that close of an eye on you to know what murders you might have gotten up to. Uh, I don't have a denial. That's just strange. <laughs> I'm not able to confirm or deny any activities I may have done. He says. <laughs> uh. Uh, my father, a plumber, has confirmed that you can't use copper pipe for gas. That's true. The the very talkative gentleman I said said that that was the main issue, and that he had to have a guy come in and he spent a thousand bucks having to redo his gas lines in the cast iron or whatever. Well, but yeah, no, I think roundabouts are uh, strange. I don't know. Why they're faster? But I guess they are from traffic science or whatever. Trust the traffic science, Adam, that putting in a roundabout is just faster than a four-way stop. But I know I don't know. It's like, okay, my understanding of a roundabout, you stay on... If you're, if you're not going to turn immediately, you have to go to the inside and then move out. So now that you're in like a merger situation, in a roundabout, then you've had to yield to traffic to enter, and now you have to understand what lanes you need to occupy based on when you're going to exit this roundabout. And they're trying to convince me by this news that this is a better system than a four-way stop for people who can't master that concept. I am unconvinced, to say the least. Uh-oh, you're muted. I can't hear you at all. Well, 
I heard you like there for a second. I can't hear you. There's no there's no atom volume coming through. Is there something up with your headphones? There there it is. Nope. It was there for a second and now it's gone. How about now? Now it's fine. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I've heard the roundabouts are safer as well. I don't know. I, how could that be true? I don't know. It's the traffic science. I don't trust anything. They don't, especially not science. <laughs> the sixth demon of hell or whatever. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I do understand samesies that, that, that is true, that they've determined that roundabouts for whatever reason are safer, more efficient, move traffic faster, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I just don't believe it in this <laughs> I, application. I don't believe it. Oh, that's what the science says. And I'm sure that in ideal circumstances, yeah. I know that I've been involved in roundabouts and uh, it's terrifying. You're going like 20 miles an hour and then you have to like do merges and exits in like a 50 yard space while cars are coming at you. Yeah, I've only done like, you know, the small roundabouts and stuff like at the St. Louis Zoo or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Also, uh, someone on the way to Peoria he was in the like, middle of nowhere. I don't know. I think people... Was it, or was it when we went down to Lake of the Ozark? There was like, oh, in the middle of the boonies. There's like, literally, there's nowhere... <laughs> it was like no traffic and like this lone intersection. It was a roundabout. He was put into slow travelers so that highwaymen could rob you. Yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, just just thank you for bringing that up. It would also make it slower in the event that there wasn't any other traffic there. That's not always the busiest intersection. Now I gotta go all the way around a roundabout if I want to turn left? Outrageous. <laughs> Simply outrageous. Uh-oh, Adam. Breaking news! Breaking news! The Omicron variant of the COVID-19 virus has been discovered. It's been spreading around the globe, unbeknownst to anyone. Because it didn't raise any alarms until it just happened to appear in a genetic analysis of some people that tested positive from COVID-19 in South Africa. It actually has a less virulent profile and causes less symptoms and fewer harms than the other variants of the disease. But it may just be more virulent and more, more contagious and spread faster, even though it's much less harmful. But it's the most deadly thing ever and that's why we need to lock down every country and end travel unless you've been quadruple vaccinated which doesn't even help you keep from getting it <laughs> oh my gosh that's a huge that's a huge wire that came through that's a really long one 
<laughs> in fact, it's just in that the Omicron COVID variant was in Europe before the South African scientists detected and flagged it to the world. It's been spreading for months. We didn't even know, Adam. Oh my gosh, it's running rampant now. What about our vaccines? All useless, and also, <laughs> and also, everyone should get them. The secret is that they never worked that good. <laughs> and yes, everyone should get them. So says the CEO of Moderna. <laughs> I'm sure he's completely without conflict. Why would why would that guy have a care in the world about whether or not you got vaccinated? <laughs> He's not he's not standing to earn billions. Adam We should trust him with our lives. Yeah, he's an expert, right? Oh yeah. What's a what's a few cases of myocarditis or heart attack between friends and billions of dollars? What's a few heart attacks and children's? Yeah, what indeed. The WHO says the fact that Omicron cases are not getting sick means that vaccines are still providing protection. That's the only logical conclusion. What a bunch of trash. (laughs) (laughs) The reason that those people that got Omicron in South Africa, which only has a 25% vaccination rate aren't getting sick is because of all the vaccines that the South Africans have. Hey, hey, what's this unrelated Simpsons video linked here? Oh, let me check that real fast. Oh, Adam doesn't have audio, so we'll do this. Oh, it says Bear Patrol. Not a bear in Not sight. a bear in the sight. Bear Patrol must be working like a charm. It must be working like That's a charm. That's reasoning, Dad. Thank you, honey. By your logic, I can claim that this rock keeps tigers away. Oh, how does it work? It doesn't work. Uh Uh-huh. It's just a stupid rock. Uh Uh-huh. I don't see any tigers around here, do you? Lisa, I want to buy your rock. (laughs) The joke is everyone's Homer. (laughs) Like the classic stupidest guy around. The vaccines do nothing. But, I mean, as long as you get them and you're not getting sick from a disease, it means it's working, right? <laughs> that means you should get it. Don't listen to Lisa. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, But, hey, 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 hey. I want to look straight into the camera for this. Uh-oh. The vaccines are safe, and the government definitely wouldn't approve them if they weren't. It went through an FDA review and approval process, Adam. Oh, yeah. I remember that. The FDA gathered all of the data, and they determined that it was safe not only for you and grandma, but for your child as young as five years of age. And they approve these vaccines. 
shoot into your child. And obviously, this trusted bureaucratic agency should be relied upon and judged. Without them, milk would be poison. <laughs> That's a bit too far, but okay. Milk would be literal poison if not for the <laughs> FDA. And so, excellent, excellent, excellent. I'm sure there's no news that exists that that can shake my confidence in the FDA and the trusting glow of their, I will say, competence and reliability. What's this? <laughs> Uh, FDA asked the federal judge to grant it until the year 2076. Not a typo. <laughs> that That is uh, 55 years <laughs> to fully release the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine data. Data that they reviewed and approved as safe the use of the vaccine in like three months. They would like 55 years before they would need to share all, all of that information with anyone. Oh. Hey, put this in your arm. Oh, sure. Just uh, show me what you relied on to say it was safe. <laughs> well, if you want that, you're going to need to wait until the year 2076 to get your vaccine. Tricentennial. And that's when it's going to happen. The 300 year anniversary of the United States is when we can find out what the FDA relied on when they approved the Pfizer vaccine. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I am bathing, basking in the glow of my confidence in, in this process right now. Oh, I feel the, the, the warmth of it. Oh, and for whatever reason, it smells just like piss. Oh, jeez, heck. <laughs> what? They're saying it's sunshine, but for whatever reason, it feels and smells just like piss. <laughs> right, right off my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the scientists, so I'm sure they're correct. <laughs> let me open my mouth. <laughs> what a bunch of trash. <laughs> I hope the judge... I hope the judge just like, oh, I just, oh, I just want, uh, I wanted everything just to be st just torn down right now. What? The, what the hell? Oh. But it did inspire one of my favorite memes I saw this week. <laughs> Me finally reading the COVID-19 vaccine data in my metaverse pod in 2297. <laughs> and it shows an image of the Nazi from the end. 
<laughs> End of uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade. Is that what that is? Where he gets turned to dust. Oh, okay. He drank from the wrong cup. He chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. What my dad let me watch that as a young child. Well, it's There's like horrifying. It's like that, that and Raiders of the Lost. Even well, Temple of Doom is a little bit different, but like Temple of Doom, Raiders. Too. I would. I watched all those. Dad's giant Indiana Jones fan. I saw a guy get his heart ripped out and burned alive in a lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> those, were, those were like really fun, like you know, straight up action flicks. And then you get to the end where there's like this dark supernatural death that comes upon these people. It's like, oh my gosh. Hey, there was lots of murder. Didn't the guys that explode in Raiders? Uh, in Raiders oh, of the Lost Ark, yeah, at the end, like, the power of the Ark comes out and it melts the face off the Nazis. They were just killing Nazis, so I guess it was okay. <laughs> really influenced my political positions later in life, I'm sure. Uh, I just want to be Dr. Jones. Hit it, short round! Oh, I need to get me a small Asian boy and drive me around places. <laughs> what? Is that not PC? Is that not PC? Uh, Dad is actually in the chat and he just says that's right. He just confirms everything. <laughs> what is he? What's that's right? Dude, Everything. They, yeah, all the Indiana Jones stuff. That's cool, man. Hey, Adam. You know, whether or not the virus is deadly, and whether or not this vaccine was, you know, actually approved on any data that we're allowed to see before the <laughs> tricentennial of this country. At least they're safe, right? It's not like anything bad is happening to anybody who's taking these vaccines. You might have heard some scuttlebutt about, like, VAERS reporting, but any old shlomo can post up some sort of reaction on that. That's not real. Real reactions. In fact, I think what we should really be concerned with is the post-pandemic stress disorder that's sweeping youths across the United Kingdom and other countries. Have you heard about this? What? Oh, it's post-traumatic. just... Yeah, it's post-traumatic, uh, post-pandemic stress disorder. And it's uh, sweeping uh, youths in places... Like, this specific article is about the UK, where up to 300,000 people in the UK are facing heart-related illnesses due to post-pandemic stress disorder. That is, stress that they're feeling related to the pandemic has caused children to have heart attacks, blood clots, Ooh. and heart problems. From what about the, what about the pandemic? Uh, it's just it's stressful. It's just very stressful. Just, and that's why. Stress is just 
It's this before un <laughs> this hereto before unobserved phenomenon related to stress in a pandemic that has unrelated to any sort of uh, treatments or vaccines. I mean, whatever. That's conspiracy theory nonsense. That uh, these uh, this is just a stress disorder that they've uncovered that's causing children to have heart attacks. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you, are you perhaps suggesting that this, this well-researched article that is completely regurgitating propaganda is maybe not telling the whole truth and that there might be another reason why for whatever reason, some population of people in an age range that hardly ever experiences heart-related conditions is all of a sudden experiencing a wave of heart-related conditions. Yeah, even even if they're usually, uh, if you're like, you know, under 30 experience a, a heart attack, you can go into the hospital, they're like... <laughs> Uh, it's just a panic attack. Take a chill pill. <laughs> See, that's exactly it. These kids—they're—they're they're not taking them seriously, and it's this this post-pandemic stress that everyone's feeling. It's causing their hearts to literally explode in their chests. Probably something else. Sounds like you might be a science denier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there was a bunch of these going around, and it wasn't just post-pandemic stress disorder or PPSD, but uh, I heard it related to cannabis use disorder at one point they were talking about that. Yeah, here we go. There's a headline. Cannabis use disorder may be linked to growing number of heart attacks in younger adults. Oh. Fake. That is uh, not a Physical activity may increase heart <laughs> attack risk, study suggests. Oh, so these youths that are playing sports or outside with their friends or just happen to have heart attacks, like, it's probably because of their outside activity. No, I also They heard... played outside for... <laughs> no, I never had a heart attack. <laughs> I saw one that was uh, talking about sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, wow, yeah, sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, it just happens to be <laughs> occurring right now. Unrelated to anything that might be happening in the news. Why are heart attacks becoming common in seemingly fit people? They're just so stressed from this pandemic. Adam. Yeah. Well, about, what, five months ago, he saw stuff and people being like, be prepared, this is going to be explained away. It's not even explained away. This doesn't explain it. It doesn't draw any... Uh, causal connections to whatever. I don't know what amount of stress a child would need to feel in order to have a spontaneous heart attack. But apparently they're arguing that it's post-pandemic stress. Yeah, it's the new normal. Be used to it. How? There's people in like war zones and stuff that don't have spontaneous children heart attacks. Yeah, Are you saying that this is this is more stressful than than people living in in Aleppo? What are we talking about? What is real? 
This is explained. It's not. They don't explain anything. They just. It's all assumed on the premise. Thing exists. And who's the science denier here? Oh. You. Adam. If I die of a heart attack. <laughs> I'm almost 40, and so it's probably because of my drinking, but. <laughs> Please blame the, the vaccine. <laughs> say a few words <laughs> just play this clip just play this whole episode like what the heck was wrong with them that night oh gosh <laughs> oh no you look very sweaty it's hot I need to take my jacket off <laughs> This this hat doesn't breathe either, so that might be half the problem. <laughs> and you were very animated that first ten minutes too. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I have been drinking a bit, which reminds me of my minus one. I'm just doing a little bit more. Well, we're at it. Oh God. I I don't I I can't abide all the nonsense, all of the propaganda around the vaccine. I understand the facts around it. I understand these these things that I believe to be true, based on everything that I've seen about it, including these strange commercials about doing your part and it takes two babe there's this strange radio commercial that's clearly directed at african americans that's trying to convince all the blacks in town to take the covid and flu shot vaccines and stuff and i'm just like <laughs> yes yes the historic the historically persecuted and experimented upon black people that definitely trust you guys <laughs> Yeah. Best of luck with this this poppy song commercial about how they should be injected with the vaccine. Good good luck, friends. No, it's the white supremacists that are the ones that are keeping the vaccine friends down. Oh, oh. If you get a vaccine against the COVID-19 virus. It, A, apparently is has limited effect in preventing you from contracting the disease or spreading it. It has moderate effectiveness on preventing disease from becoming seriously threatening to your health. It is less effective in doing that than if you had been infected with COVID-19, had an active illness, and recovered. If you get the vaccine and you had been infected, had an active illness, and recovered, then you have 
excellent protection against serious illness caused by an infection of COVID-19, but it does very little to prevent you from getting it again and being able to spread it. Especially the Alpha Centauri variant. These, these are the facts... So, to the extent any bureaucrat tries to tell you that, hey, all you gotta do is get the vaccine and you could go to concerts and travel internationally and do all the things, uh, they're just a bunch of liars and <laughs> manipulators and fascists <laughs> trying to coerce you into getting a vaccine. That you mayhaps don't want to get. Because it does not stop you from contracting the disease or spreading it. That's why they put all those things in place, like even if masked, or even if vaccinated, you must be masked to do things. And that's even without getting into the efficacy of masking. But, for the most part, masks are marginally effective at preventing you from spreading your juices onto people. So if you're sick, wearing a mask can prevent you from spreading that sickness to other people. Very limited effectiveness at keeping you safe from contracting a disease. All right, I hope that's clear. I hope that clears up my position. All you naysayers and doubters out there that say I'm some sort of anti-vax wacko, I just this is this is how I see it. This is these are the facts. And uh, if you want to debate me on other stuff like why would we vaccinate children against the COVID nineteen vaccine when it's less harmful than seasonal flu and could potentially cause cardiac events? Why would you, how could you even have that conversation with somebody? That's a high risk. If you're, if you're an old person, if you get the flu or you get COVID or you get any kind of sickness, it could be lights out for you. And I recommend you taking precautions. And I recommend everybody out there that if you're not feeling well, do not visit grandma. Please. Don't don't venture into the old folks' home. That's just a little flu, and you've killed half of them, right? <laughs> there are people that are vulnerable to sickness, and in order to protect them, we should take precautions around them so as not to infect them with our filth. Yeah, you don't want the elderly to get sick. Yeah. Also, newborn babies. Maybe it's not a good idea. Your, your sister Janet just had her, her first child, but you've got a little a little cough, but it's really nothing serious. I'm sure it wouldn't be a big deal if I went and visited her in the maternity ward and infected her and her baby with the flu. Hey, are you an idiot? Do not do that. <laughs> Please oh, stay home if you're sick. It's not hard. It's not hard. God. Ah.
But no, I think what we should probably do is put people in camps. We should just lock them, lock them up in quarantine camps until, uh, not even if they're sick, but if they've just been near someone who's sick. We'll put a fence around it with barbed wire, even though it's a voluntary quarantine camp. And pursue the people who try to escape with the police, if in fact they do get out. Oh, gosh. But it's fine. Everyone that's been in there says it's cool, not a big deal. Oh, yeah? And I have a quote from Adam Furman here on Twitter. <laughs> Which is probably quoting me talking to him about this Auschwitz book I'm reading. It says, and when you get out... And they ask, what is it like there? Tell them to get sent here and find out. And that's exactly what the SS told the Jews and the Poles whenever somebody got out of Auschwitz camp. I'm reading this book. It's called The Auschwitz Volunteer. It's by a Polish national hero, Witold Polowski. He was a Polish army officer, cavalry officer in the Polish army. And if you know anything about the Polish cavalry, you'll know <laughs> how awesome <laughs> that is. <laughs> anyway, after the uh, Soviet Union and the Nazis made a deal and decided to <laughs> split Poland in half, Yes, yes, they, they actually entered into an agreement, the communists and the fascists. And they said, hey, friend, let's just take those Poles' lands. And they split the country in half. And Germany had Warsaw and the West and the Soviet Union had the East of Poland. Mostly their minerals and oil fields and things like this. And the Polish army was defeated. But that didn't stop Ulvitol from participating in underground movements to fight against the occupation. To the extent that he volunteered to be captured and sent to Auschwitz camp to report out. And he lived there in that hell from 1940 to 1943. And he wrote down in a report his diary of what happened after he had got out by escaping in 1943. And it's published and translated to English. And I'm currently about halfway through it, and it's a great... It's horrifying, but it's great. You, you can see all these things. Things like this. It's like... There's people on the internet that are saying, oh, there are people that are at the camp. They're saying it's so wonderful there. They're, they're saying that it's great. Whenever they get out, they're not complaining about how, you know, you're being worked to death or whatever it is. And the same thing was true at Auschwitz camp. They would, the SS would tell the Poles when they were getting relieved, they would move them into different barracks. They would give them cush jobs and extra food to fatten them up and heal their wounds from being clubbed and beaten and murdered. And they would say, don't speak of what happened here and only tell them this thing. 
So I'm sure the reports coming out are 100% accurate. Everything that the propaganda, I mean, the people on Instagram are putting out on there are 100% correct about how exactly the conditions are in this camp. I don't know. I think it's probably a bridge too far, but who knows? Because they're not. it's not like they're letting the press in there to film the day-to-day activities of these people. But... I don't think that they are gulag, Auschwitz-style, working people to death and torturing them. I haven't heard any accounts of that. In fact, the most critical account that I've heard was a lady came out and she was going on, she was making some rounds on some talk shows today talking about how, oh, they told her that they'd fine her $5,000 if she didn't obey the rules to stay on her patio. Something like this. Not not making any judgments about whether that's good or bad, because I clearly think that imprisoning a person to put them in some sort of vaccine quarantine because they were potentially exposed to a disease, removing them from their homes, putting them in a prison camp, this seems insane to me. And I would be well past taking up arms against the government if I was in Australia. Yes, but you don't have guns. They gave up the guns. They did not. There's things and whatever, and I don't know all the details about it. But there's more weapons than just guns. It doesn't even... Yes, correct. I'll get my didgeridoo out, and I'll club some statists. <laughs> <It's not> the... <laughs> I'll, I'll ride into battle in the, my kangaroo's pouch, wielding my didgeridoo as a club, bludgeoning them all. Uh, but there, uh, people have been dry, trying to draw comparisons to Auschwitz, and there is in character, but not in kind. They're not. <laughs> it's like when people say, "Oh, Donald Trump's just like the Hitler because he <laughs> believes in nationalism." <laughs> Hey, I want to let you in on a little secret. This is forbidden knowledge, but I will let all you listeners in here know know about this. The reason the Nazis were bad wasn't because they were nationalists. That's not why people don't like them and think that what they did was bad. It was the genocide. And the eugenics. <laughs> the authoritarianism. Yeah, complete disregard for the rule of law. And the expansionism. They tortured, murdered, burned, gassed, worked, beat, raped, <laughs> enslaved, imprisoned, stole, pillaged, the depravity that they engaged in was beyond comprehension. It would take an in-depth study for the average normie even to get an inkling about the complete inhumanity of what they did to people. That inhumanity is the bad thing. 
when you say someone is a Nazi because they believe in, say, uh, socialized medicine or something like this, <laughs> you should be horse-whipped. <laughs> You're minimizing and degrading the things they did that are subject to universal condemnation. And I, I, I really can't get on board with any of that. But they are imprisoning people, which I also don't think is correct. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're Nazis. It just means that they're bad guys doing bad things. You can say they're just being Australians. That is a penal colony, after all. <laughs> uh, hey, but, you know, it's not just the Australians that are doing really messed up stuff. Turns out BuzzFeed actually did some journalism this week. And you guys might have seen this. Uh, but, uh, just so you know, the federal government including the Justice Department and the CIA, are sheltering pedophiles. No. Wait, wait, wait. No, this is a QAnon conspiracy. I remember this from last year. No, no, it's true. The the, the child uh, predator part of QAnon is true. <laughs> and that is 100% true. Q coming to save everyone and arrest them is the, is the conspiracy theory. But they are all... There are rampant uh, child predators operating in the bureaucracy and being actively protected by it. There were dozens of cases of CIA agents being uncovered as, as pedophiles, including soliciting sex from undercover FBI agents pretending to be young children. <laughs> oh, there's just feds getting feds baiting feds. Yeah, and the Justice Department doesn't prosecute them. There's been, according to these files reviewed and uh, released by BuzzFeed, two prosecutions, and they were prosecutions for people, not only of <laughs> being child sex predators but because they were doing uh bad stuff with their secret information they were security threats and so they had to be taken down but they say for the most part that prosecuting these people for their crimes would be a threat to national security and that's why you can't prosecute them because on cross-examination even though if they invoked the fifth they wouldn't have to testify anyway and so none of this makes any sense if you try to ask questions about it for three seconds aren't allowed to face justice for their crimes I saw this and I was so completely outraged. Uh, I wrote emails to all three of my federal congresspeople 
uh, I believe it was yesterday. Hey, guess how many yeah. responses I've received, even a courtesy. We've received <laughs> your, your zero. zero. Correct. And it was very simple. I said, dear senator, congressman, etc., etc. I'm going to need you to do something about this. And I, li- <laughs> and I linked the article. <laughs> Best regards, Zachary. Send. And if Tammy Duckworth doesn't even reply to me in an email saying some, <laughs> you know, oh, oh, we care very much about the exploitation of children. But I don't get one of those. Oh, you're know what I'm going to do, Adam. I'm at the end. I'm at the end of my report. I can't believe you didn't even get a thanks for joining our mailing list. Please contribute 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah, no, none of that. And Darren LaHood's already on my crap list for that stupid town hall meeting where he said, he, we, we can't really do anything about China because we'll buy our soybeans. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I'll shove my soybeans down those Chinese throats. <laughs> what are you talking about? Selling soybeans to commit genocide. And you're just like, oh, no. This is just burn it. Donate it to some other country. Yep. I don't care. This is, dude, you can even, all right. He's probably got a little money sitting around because all those guys are corrupt and rich. <laughs> Buy, like, a thousand bushels, put it in a field, and set it afire and say, this is what would have gone to China, but we're not sending them anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and just go crazy eyes on, on the communists. Yeah, well, what I'd vote they, for uh... you the rest of my days, old dear. <laughs> yeah, didn't the, uh, gosh, they, uh, wasn't the Women's Tennis Association or something? They pulled all their stuff from all their Chinese events because of the disappearance of the Chinese athlete. Like that, no, 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 no. She was the, the those the authorities were convinced that she was fine through a chat. I am correct. Right. Uh, one <laughs> fake. Tell them. Tell them you are fine. Do not say anything about how it's bad here. <laughs> It couldn't even, We've covered this already. It's some dude, Chen. It's some dude in this Chinese basement. Oh, yes, I'm fine. You know, I don't know. But, like, they had more courage than, like, you know, a congressman saying, oh, yes, I will mention something to the committee. No, it's just like, uh, well, you know, they buy stuff, so... Uh, <laughs> Who would buy our soybeans? We really gotta consider our trade relationships. Cut them off. Buy stuff from India. Those people <laughs> breathe democracy if that's what you care about. If that's what we really care about. I'm sure they'd be more than willing to build a Nike factory. Dude. You absolute Don't. hacks. Don't. 
<laughs> I think you're onto something. Just donate it all to the Indian Army. <laughs> there you go. Particularly <laughs> the Kashmir region. Oh, excellent talk. That's the point. All of all of these farm goods are going to be donated free of charge to the Kashmiri forces of the Indian Army. Now we're talking. As well as half a dozen thermonuclear warheads. <laughs> You know who I miss? Douglas so, MacArthur. MacArthur. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about any of this. Anyway, it's well after 10, so I need to decide what we need to skip. Oh, we gotta care about this. All this stuff. All this stuff accumulates in my mind, and I say to myself, I say, oh, I had quite enough. <sighs> Which leads me to believe that I need to convince my wife and child to move to New Hampshire, the free state. <laughs> oh, there we go. Where they say, stay safe this winter by denying the legitimacy of government and ignoring it entirely. <laughs> Oh, I think I will do that. <laughs> do that free state libertarians. Oh, uh, these libertarians are unhinged, and I like it. Yeah, they have gotten so, and it's great. They've just like they they decided, and they finally realized that they need to stop trying to like pretend to be all. Oh, we're we're a professional political class. No, your shtick is that the government is evil, and you must actively oppose it and they finally decided yes we will embrace this and i think it's just like the new hampshire libertarians and a few others i don't think they've because don't give them too much credit because they're the national party is so weird yes yes they have their stuff together it's it's like the austin peterson is probably and they didn't even they went for gary johnson over him for their national candidate uh, who knows? Well, Gary Johnson's sort of mainstream. He had, like, normal ideas, and he was, like, governor or whatever. Yeah, That's then like, they went all, like, weird never-Trump afterwards, and it's like... I'm never Trump, so I don't know. What do you mean by that? <laughs> With the Joe Johnson... Or the... Uh, Jorgensen. Joe, what's Jorgensen. Jorgensen. On how Trump was basically Hitler. I'm like, oh my gosh. These guys, again, they don't get it. Yeah. No, as I discussed, if you compare somebody to Hitler who isn't actively murdering Jews or something, <laughs> then you can go to hell. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not that's not Hitler. Every every time, like the National Party does not have to. The, the state local ones seem to get it. Particularly, you know, what you can do is threaten threaten the journalists, making well, thinly veiled threats to the journalists. <laughs> They're not so thinly. Yeah, it was like the New England, New England uh, chapters of the Libertarian Party are just like done. They're like, no, we're, we're through negotiating with people. We will infiltrate the Republican Party and take over your states. And yeah. it, it's worked in New Hampshire so far. It now, did. And people are, the, the Democrats are complaining and they have no clue what they're they, they have no clue no clue what they've done 
every time every time they they put out some statement against them it's basically straight up advertising for the people that support that movement it's like yeah. oh, yes thank you thank you for saying exactly what we did. they have no clue what they're doing they have no clue it's great oh, oh. <laughs> it's a moment that one like oh the, the the new hampshire gop totally underestimated the budget for the the school of choice by 50 times <laughs> it's like you for admitting that the schools that New Hampshire schools are 50 times worse than you previously thought. Oh, so good. Maybe we need that here in Illinois. Oh, we are so far fallen. Adam, the only Republican that we could get elected to statewide office was Bruce Rauner. Yeah. And what a colossal piece of crap that guy was. He said the Republican Party back like a decade with his completely ineffective floundering for four years, did nothing, put the state in financial crisis, was completely ineffective, did zero things for four years. Do zero things. That's what we need done. We need, actually, we need repeals, but. Yes, we do. We need (laughs) drastic reforms. Even the ones he did were like half Democrat ideas, and I'm just like, okay. Well, this, it's, this, this that, is bad. it's because it, it's because him and uh, who's the guy out of Chicago, the former mayor, Rob, Rob, him Emanuel. and Robert Pritzker, they're all buddies. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There was no mudslinging this last time. Did you notice that? It's because Pritzker and him are friends. That's because we need to elect some insane downstate libertarian to Republican governor of the state, and we'll have them DeSantis-style reactivating the Illinois Defense Forces. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yes, this is what I'm saying. Uh, that will never happen, because unless they're Polish and you can somehow get, get Chicago to vote for them. Oh, there you go. That's what I'd do. I would find my long-lost Polish roots, and I would ride into the Polish part of Chicago with with my Hussar wings oh, my in full God. regalia. I'd get them on board. But it's important to know, Adam, that even in a time of a fallen earth and a fallen society and in a state so depraved as Illinois, that, you know, what are we supposed to do? Have we been abandoned? And Gideon said to the messenger of the Lord, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why? Why has all of this happened to us? Old Mr. T dropping the the scripture on us. I wish he would have posted the follow through because the angel's reply is, and it tells you everything you need to know. Go in strength you have and save Israel out of the hand of Midian. Am I not sending you? You are the salvation. The Lord is speaking to you. Every time that thought enters your head, why am I suffering? Why am I afflicted with this burden? 
he is saying to you that, yes, that feeling that you're feeling, that's me. I'm right there, and I'm saying, hey, idiot. Yeah, you. <laughs> There's no one coming. It's you. You're the one. <laughs> but I but, but I stutter. I can't. They, won't, they, don't, they don't get it. Get off your lazy ass. <laughs> and take down the Midianites. Get off the couch. Yeah. Turn off sports ball. Quit smoking the weed. Yeah. Oh, why is my life so hard? Ooh. Hey. Hey. That's you 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 you're halfway there. <laughs> you are the solution to your own problem. You are the honey in the lion. When will they wake up, Adam? I don't know. T's doing his work. We're doing ours. <laughs> All right. I think we need to wrap this stuff up before we get on too long. I had so much different crap in here, including how <laughs> Twitter's been taken over since Jack yeeted himself off a pier <laughs> by Stalinists. But maybe we'll get into that next time. But we need to wrap up our show as usual with our ice cold fact of the week. Straight from Ice T's Twitter feed. Ice cold facts. The funny thing about getting older, your eyesight gets weaker, but your ability to see through people's bull gets much better. Ice cold fact. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's our show for tonight. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, smash like, subscribe, comment below on your favorite part and how you feel about my December due. As you know from maybe perhaps last year, if you were an avid follower of the show, I get in the spirit. <laughs> Follow us on the socials. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show for Adam's Moment of power. I know. I know. <laughs> Every time he's basically throwing his shot, he, he, he he's he's throwing away his shot. He's gonna throw away his shot. He's gonna throw away his shot. <laughs> That's a reference to the musical Hamilton, which I convinced Adam to watch, which you really enjoyed. <laughs> it, it was pretty good. Uh, well, what do you think about Hamilton? Uh, tell us, I, a little, tell us uh, all about it real fast. It's uh, well, actually, I didn't realize it was just like the. It was just like a recording of the actual Broadway uh, production. I thought it was gonna be because when it first started, and then like the date of the release was so far. I thought it was actually like someone had, you know, like when there's musical releases, it's like a full feature length film. With whatever, but no, it was just actually the yeah, like the Wizard of Oz or whatever. So no, I thought it was, it was good, and I thought it was uh, it was funny where it needed to be. Uh, the King George the Third segments were spot on. It's so great, poking fun at the whole thing, and uh, definitely you know, one of the most patriotic films of the last decade, or you know, productions, I guess. 
It yeah. doesn't mean, but it's pretty good. I agree, hundred percent. Also, they said uh, it was in like the the final reprise or whatever. I talked about like keeping his legacy alive and whatnot. You know, they were singing about that in song because of all the stuff that Hamilton's done, and it's cool and it's necessary because I remember learning about him in uh, AP history in high school. And I'm like, I've never heard about this guy before. And I've seen him on the $10 bill. Never heard about this guy. And he sounds so cool, uh, especially like his, his pistol shot and stuff and all of the, all the stuff that he's, he's, he did throughout his life. Uh, but definitely, definitely good uh, film. Highly recommend. Recommend, recommend, recommend. All right, folks, that's our show tonight, and we will see you next time on Triggered. Good night.